All right, three, two, one. And welcome, welcome to another episode of Harvest Now Conversations. Today's topic will be talking about self-image and confidence. That's a good, yeah, that's a good topic. It's a good topic. Very current, very relevant. Very good topic. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> very nice. So, so I guess we'll get started then, hey, shall we? Um, so we'll go to our first question. How do you become a confident person? That's a good question. Should we start with... Jamison. Jamison, the person on my left. How do we become a confident person? Well, I feel like I always say the same answer and, and it's always going to be the same answer. You first have to come to God. And that's a fact. Like You have to be able to get into a relationship with God because out of that relationship, out of the development that God has for you, you will become confident. Okay, and It's not confidence as in, um, you know, uh, independent, it's confidence being completely dependent mm. on God. You know, that God kind of confidence, all right? What is confidence? What is confidence? That is a great question. As opposed to arrogance. Ooh. 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 That's a great question. <laughs> Gerard's got a definition. He's going to read it out for no, you. No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Confident, according to Google, is feeling or showing confidence in oneself. Well, that doesn't really define it. Thank you, Google. <laughs> Um, feeling or showing confidence in oneself or one's abilities or qualities. Mm. Feeling or showing certainty about something. Certainty. I think that's a really good word in that. Certainty. certainty. Fully convinced. Yeah. Certain. Who's, who's the most confident person in the room, do you think? I feel like Jello is. What? <laughs> really? <laughs> I, I fully believe Honestly? that. Honestly? I'm confident. I'm confident that you Jello's are a confident, confident person. person. Whoa. That was... Uh... Honestly. They said that confidently. Well, <laughs> certainly. Uh, confidence. How do you be like me and be confident? <laughs> no, I don't know. Like, um, I've, I feel like I've battled with confidence, like I shared in the previous podcast with self-worth and loneliness and all that stuff. Mm. But like you said, I got it from God. Yeah. Um, you have your confidence in Him. And yeah, so right. what's that mean? you are submitted to what he says about you. Mm. And so I had to let go of what I think about myself and accept what he has yeah. to say about me. Mm. And so yeah. humility is willingness to accept truth. That's right. So if you're not humble, you won't accept that you're wrong. You, um, a false humility That's right. would mm. be to put yourself down. Yeah. Because God would do no, nothing but to talk you up. Like uh, Ephesians 2.10 says, you are his workmanship created for good works, which he yeah. prepared beforehand. And so you got to accept that you are a masterpiece. Mm. And so I had to change that uh, thinking about myself. I'm not, um, my worth isn't based on whether or not people like me. Yeah. My worth is based on the fact that he considers me a masterpiece. Yeah. Mm. Amen. So, yeah. Amen. Yeah, and you are. Oh. Wow. <laughs> you are a masterpiece. Yeah, I think, yeah, 100%. That's, that's it's such a beautiful thing, right? Because, like, I know for myself, one of the things that I personally feel like that I was saved from was from myself. Like, a whole, one of the biggest reasons why I came to Christ because I there was a realization that um, I was so limited. 
Like I, I had this desire to want to go far in life. There was a desire inside of my heart that I want to go far. I want to make impact. But at that time, I still didn't know that, you know, that God had a plan and purpose for me. But once I came to Christ, and the reason why I came to Christ is because I realized, hang on, I don't know how I'm going to go that far mm-hmm. in life. I need to go to the manufacturer. I need to go to the creator. I need to go to the one who actually designed my life. Um, and what he saved me from was the this um, the thought or the um, the deception that I have to do this life alone. Mm. I have to do this life in a way where I need to be on top of everything. Mm. And what God, you know, revealed to me was that, um, well, I actually need to be dependent on Him because without Him, I can't do anything. Yeah, and it's like you now have an enabler. Mm. I was at a place where it's like, okay, I don't know how I'm going to be able to do this until God said, no, I can enable you to do that. And so I think the, that level of confidence, so that, that confidence comes from um, trusting in God will always have your back mm. uh, and trusting that He has placed you on this earth for a reason and He wants you to live that purpose out mm. and that He will be constantly backing you up teaching you, guiding you, strengthening you, blessing you, providing for you on that path. Yeah. Um, as broad as that sounds, I think, you know, a lot of that confidence comes from that. Mm. Um, you know, one of the things is that I I didn't know that um, I had a, a gift of being able to connect with people. Mm. And it wasn't until it was addressed to me that I became confident in that. Mm. You know, not confident in myself, confident knowing that God actually gave me this ability to be able to reach out to people, to be able to talk to people. And from that, there was just like this realization, man, I can actually do that. Mm. And I can do it well, apparently, Mm. um, because God enabled me to do it. So Mm. it was, yeah, that, um, that change in perspective of someone, God, has given me this ability has given me this power and is constantly empowering me to do it then i can be confident in that yeah so it's not like whereas before i had no ideas what my gifts were i had no idea what my potential was Mm. and i was afraid because it's like i've got this desire to go far but i don't know how to actually do it Mm. and uh, i had no confidence at all Mm. until god showed me you can be confident because i've got your back yeah yeah i think the key to becoming a confident person is to get rid of fear. Mm. Um, So it's so easy in this day and age to be constantly thinking about what other people think about you, what people might be saying about you, if they're talking smack, whatever. Mm. Um, But you just have to get rid of that fear. We just need to stop caring what people say. Mm. Um, People can say what they want. The only only word that matters is God's word. Mm. What does he say about you? He says that you're loved. He says that you're accepted. You're approved. You're, you've been bought with a price. You are the apple of his eye. You, you're everything to him. So that's what the uh, confidence comes from. Confidence that the creator of the universe is in love with you. Yeah. Um, and I think um, that like from what the Google definition is, it's that certainty that God is in love with you, that yeah. he is for you and not against you, that he has a great plan for your life. Um, that is the... I think that's the key to becoming a confident person. 
I, I think to simplify, uh, to, to simplify confidence, I, I feel because it is it's a very broad question because mm. you can be confident in many things. Ultimately, when you think of the difference between confidence and arrogance, confidence is knowing your abilities or knowing your strengths, but also understanding your limitations. So you're confident mm. yeah. to to a point yeah. of you can do this, you can mm. do this. Yeah. But arrogance, where it comes in, is you're not aware of the limitations. Mm. You're like, I can do this. I can, bro, I could deadlift like 300 kilos. Yeah, yeah, bro. Like, I can yeah, be a gorilla. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how I Yeah, bro. Mm. <laughs> if I got into a fight with Superman, I'm coming out on top. That's, that, that's <laughs> arrogance. Yeah, it's, it's knowing. Again, certainty. You know for certain. So confidence in self, you know who you are. Confidence in God, you know who God is, you know that God loves you. Mm. I mean, like, it's as simple as that. You know because you know because he is in you and he's revealed his love to you. Mm. It's just... It's, it is. Exactly. <laughs> it is what it is. It's, it's, it's the truth. His love is truth. He is the way, the truth, and the life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everything he has said about us how he sees us is exactly how it is. And we know that his word is true, that no matter what, nothing could change that. Mm. And it's just in that knowing yeah. confidence. Yes. I am confident that God loves me. Mm. What about you? What do you think confidence is about? Does anyone else want to add anything? I'll add something. I, like, I was just getting a picture of a gang and how they get confidence because they have strength in numbers. And when you were sharing, like, you know that God will back you up. We also have angels surrounding us. And one of the most confident people I know is Pastor Paul. And he has this awareness that wherever, wherever he goes, God, is, God sent him he's, and God's with him. And there are angels backing him up. And he's shared testimonies where people are going for the punch for him. And an angel would stop them in their path. And Pastor Rod shared that before. Someone's like gone for a punch to the face while he's handing out tracks at a festival. And the guy got like, there was a supernatural force stopping him. And so I think like a gang, how they feel empowered by strength in numbers, we can feel the same way uh, when we are aware of who is with us. Yeah. I've had someone ask me before, like, where do... Like, how are you so confident? And I said, I told them I was never like this. I was never a confident person. And the thing that I told them was that my confidence comes from the Lord. That's it. Like, it's um, to make it simple. I just believe in God's word. I just believe what God says about me in his word. And that I can, I can be at peace. I can stand confident. Um, that what he what he promised, it's going to happen. Mm. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I was um, I was never a confident person. I was, yeah. You would you would not think that now, but before I was not. <laughs> mm. Definitely not. And I was always like comparing myself to other people, because like I'm ESL, so my English not very good. <laughs> so English is my second language. And, um, yeah, and God really, 
And you know what? If if you stop off your words, it's fine. God God knew exactly what you were talking about. God understands you. And that I just I just stood on that. Because sometimes when I pray, I, I stuff up my words and I can hear myself. And then Holy Spirit would tell me, I understand exactly what you're saying. Mm. I heard your prayer. Mm. And I'm like, hallelujah. Mm. <laughs> Praise God. And that I stand confident in, yeah? Mm. So my confidence comes in the Lord. Um it also comes from the measure of faith he has given me to rest in him, mm-hmm. to rest in his limitless power. Yeah. And um, when I was going through this, like um, when I was going, when I was struggling to share with people, mm-hmm. he's given me this verse in one Corinthians two, three, five. Um, and it says, I was with you in weakness, in fear and in much trembling in my speech and my preaching were not with persuasive words of human wisdom but in demonstration of the spirit and power that your faith should not be in the wisdom of men but in the power of mm. god so my confidence is in the power of god yeah. his holy spirit in me yeah. and that i can stand confidence in the lord yeah. and the first thing we need to do is really that you you gotta humble yourself before mm. him because you are not able i'm not able to do things that i'm able to do now it's all because of God. It's all because of Jesus. I knew that I was a broken person. I knew that I needed help. And that very moment, God, God changed me. And he made his home in me. Mm. And that alone is just, it's already a boost confidence. It's so reassuring knowing that God will always be there for me. He will always, Holy Spirit will always give me what I need in the right time when I need it. Mm. Or when I minister to someone, he will always give me the right words at the right time. And I just trust in that. I mm. trust in His power. I trust in His Holy Spirit in me. Mm. So, yeah. Just to go off what you were saying about, like, even in language, what you were saying, even when you stuff up, mix up your words. There's a verse that says, for this is the confidence that I have, that when we pray, God hears us. Mm. God hears us. And I looked into that verse and it goes on um, um, did some further like research into the Greek and it says that there is no fear of being misunderstood, mm. no fear of being misheard or ignored. He will hear us. Mm. He hears all of our prayers. Mm. Yeah, so the confidence that one can have from being heard, from being um, acknowledged, mm. right? So no matter what we say, no matter how bad we stuff up, he knows what we meant to say. Yeah. There was a, I think it was Kari Blake that said, um, he was sharing a testimony how he was praying for people and he was um, laying hands on a person. This person had kidney issues, but then um, Kari Blake prayed for his liver or something and then um, prayed over his liver and he was like delivered and just released him. And then in the end, he, he still got healed. Mm. His kidney still got healed because God still knew what he meant. Mm. Like he, Curry Blake released faith. And that yeah. was, that's the main thing. Mm. This is the confidence that, that we have yeah. is that when we pray, he hears us. Amen. So no matter how bad we stuff up, he's, he knows, that's it. he knows what we mean. Yeah. He looks at our heart. That's yeah. Right. yeah. Amen. And, you know, one of the biggest keys to confidence is just knowing that God has the final say. Mm. Mm. 
no matter what decision we make, no matter what action we take, God still has mm. the final say. So there's nothing that we can do that's going to stuff up God's plan. Mm. Mm-hmm. And um, I've got a verse here as well that is really great encouragement to build confidence in God. Um, and it's in Psalms uh, 112 from verse 1. It says, Praise the Lord. How joyful are those who fear the Lord and delight in obeying His commands. Their children will be successful everywhere. An entire generation of godly people will be blessed. They themselves will be wealthy and their good deeds will last forever. Mm. Light shines in the darkness for the godly. They are generous, compassionate and righteous. Good comes to those who lend money generously and conduct their family business. Such people will not be overcome by evil. Those who are righteous will be long remembered. And this is where uh, it really caught my attention. It says, they do not fear bad news. Mm. They confidently trust the Lord to care for them. Mm. They are confident and fearless and can face their foes triumphantly. Triumphantly, sorry. Yep. See, it's being confident that God will always have your back mm. and that no matter what circumstance you're facing, no matter what kind of change there is, God will always have the final say. He always has uh, the end result. Yeah. It's Him. It's not yeah. us. We do not change the result. Yeah. God is sovereign. Yeah. And my confidence is, and our confidence should be, is that, yeah, God will always have the outcome. And the outcome yeah. is victor- victory. Yeah. Mm. He's already won. He's already overcome. Mm. And that's the good thing is like, you know, in a more, let's say, more practical sense, like you're at your workplace. Mm. You know, we hear this a lot, like, you know, people are getting laid off for example, right? And there's there's going to be a temptation to think maybe I'm next. Mm. Mm. And, um, you know, you can make a decision here and trust in God mm. or you can be like, yeah, whatever. See you later to me. Bye. Mm. No, you've got to be confident knowing that whatever the outcome is, whether I am getting laid off mm. or not, God has the final say. Yeah. And whatever the outcome is, I just know that God is in control. Yeah. Mm. And that's a fact, you know, because um, I think human nature is we want to control everything. Mm. We want to control everything. And sometimes, you know, false confidence can come out of the idea that we're controlling things mm. when really confidence should be that, well, we're actually not in control. God is in control mm. and that we can rest in that. Yeah. Mm. Just know whoever's listening to this, whatever you are facing, just know that God has your back mm. um, and not to lose sight of him. Be confident in him uh, and don't fear. Yeah. You know, just know that God will make a way. He's made. A, he's already made a way. He's predestined a way. Just follow in the the direction that He has set before you. Yeah, mm. I remember a quote that went along the lines of, "Why should I care about what creation thinks about me when the Creator thinks so highly of me?" Mm. Wow. So I think we put too much weight on what mm. people think yeah. and say mm. when they are not our Creator. And ultimately, unless what they are saying is aligned with what God is saying, it's not worth paying any mind to. What can mere men do to me? That's right. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Like only fear the one that has um, say on where your soul goes. Yeah. yeah. Um, What was I going to say? I forgot. <laughs> Self-image. Right. Self-image. Insecurity. I feel like a lot of people, uh, um, in- including myself, I was uh, insecure about my appearance. And a verse that really helped me 
was along the lines of what Cheyenne was sharing already. So 1 Samuel 16, 7. And it is prophesying about Jesus, about what he would look like and what he would do. And it was prophesying that Jesus did not look handsome at all. And so Jesus was not handsome. So that's fine. So we're like, that's, um, it didn't, like, it doesn't matter what you look like is, is the point of that verse. And, uh, and Isaiah 53 too, yeah, Jesus is not handsome. So, uh, sorry, the, this Samuel 16, seven verse that I was talking about is talking about how, um, Jesus, uh, God looks at the heart. Mm. He doesn't look at your appearance. Mm. So I think society focuses on what you look like, but uh, something that is always said to, that I hear a lot is looks fade. So why put too much attention on that? We all grow old. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. You're, you are beautiful, not because of how you look, but because you're made in the image of God. And there is value to your life. There's value to who you are outside of what you do, outside of your usefulness, productiveness. So I felt before that unless I'm producing, unless I'm being a good and faithful servant, unless I am doing well, I feel like I'm less than or I've lost my value because I'm not useful anymore. But something my workmate said to me that really hit was if there's any, like he said this to me, he's like, if there's anything I want you to glean from me, this is the only thing that your worth is outside of what you could ever do, say, think. It's simply you. Like there's only going to be one you ever. And if people can't appreciate you, that's on them. That really helped with... um what I was going through because I felt like unless uh, I have some success, unless I'm being productive, I've lost my value in that mm. sense. So, yeah. So you kind of jump into the second question. Mm. That's fine. <laughs> so the second question was, how do you overcome insecurities? Well, I was going to say, um, just like in the previous episode, I feel that insecurity stems from comparison again. Mm. Because you start looking at other people and start seeing their strengths and start comparing it to your own, mm. and start seeing their strengths and start comparing it to your weaknesses. Mm. Like I heard on the uh, on the, um, on the radio this morning, um, they did a study on specifically females on social media, where all it takes is seven minutes before they start well, while scrolling before they start feeling insecure because right. they start seeing how other people look, you know, celebrities or people doing things in their life, you know, um, portraying this image and all it takes is seven minutes before they start feeling insecure. Mm. And it's like, wow, that really just comes out of, again, comparison. Mm. And the only person we should really be comparing ourselves to is Jesus. Mm. And also just resting in knowing that, yeah, we are, we do have our limitations. And if we are constantly comparing ourselves to other people in different parts of their life, then it's no wonder why we're going to feel insecure because mm. we're not we're not sitting at that place where it's like, okay, this is where I am, like a reality check. This is where I actually am in life. Mm. This is where I'm progressing towards and not seeing the actual strength you're succeeding in in the moment of time. Yep. Mm. Yeah, like if you want to start overcoming insecurity, then you got to stop comparing yourself to other people. Yeah. That's, that's plain and simple. I'm sure there's more to it, but that's one obvious way. Yeah. Or not even, you know, maybe not obvious to some, but yeah, 
when you start really comparing yourself to who God has called you to be, mm. then that's when you start being honest mm. and that's when you start becoming confident because like, wow, you know what? God has actually brought me this far that's right. for me to look back. And yeah, sure, he's working on me still, but that doesn't mean you know I'm condemned. It doesn't mean I'm any less valuable. Mm. It doesn't mean he, he loves me any less. Mm. And um, I can stand confident that I can be secure in that, that I'm still a work in pro- uh, process. Mm. You know, we are being, we are being um, perfected. Yeah. We are being renewed daily. Right. It's a lifelong process. That's right. Yeah, if you are feeling insecure, um, you know, bring it, bring it to God. Yeah, I'm going to encourage you, don't compare yourself to other people. Mm. It's a very dangerous place to be in comparison. Yeah. Mm. I think um, something that I was insecure about was whether or not I'm smart. So I think that stemmed from my dad growing up would all constantly call me stupid. Every time I make a mistake, stupid. And like, I grew up thinking that I was dumb. And then it showed up in school, like I wouldn't give myself the opportunity to, you know, do well. But uh, so I have some verses that helped me. Um, so First Corinthians 2.16, it says that we have the mind of Christ. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. And another verse that is really helpful to emphasize that is First Corinthians three nineteen, and it says that the wisdom of the world is foolishness to God. And so, what I was striving for, what I was uh, seeking, was to look wise, look smart. But ultimately, what that what I was striving for is foolishness to God anyway. So I let I let go of that pursuit, and I allowed God to be. Uh, to just speak to me and speak through me. And he makes me look wise yeah. mm. as opposed to me trying to be wise in my own strength. Mm. Um, and then John fourteen twenty six, Holy Spirit is the teacher. Yeah. So ultimately it's confidence in him because if I'm trying to be smart in my own strength, I'm building a castle made of um, sticks because anything will make me insecure. But if my confidence is in his wisdom through me, then yeah. easy. Anyone else? No. All right, what well, last thing? Before, <laughs> last thing before Guada's final thing is uh, <laughs> finance. So something I was insecure about was um, mm. people making more than me. And I would attribute that to my value, mm. where if I'm not making as much as this person, they are better than me. And the truth is, they are um, they are more productive in that area, in the workplace, in the workforce, uh, and it does not comment to your value as a person. Mm. And a verse that was helping me in that area is Philippians four twelve to thirteen, and it's talking about how to be content in all circumstances. Mm. And it's saying that I know how to be abounding, and I know how to be abased. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. So whether or not, uh, so if I don't want it to get to this point of like, even if I'm homeless, I'm still good because I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And there are like situations where like Steve Harvey, he was living in his car and look at him now, you know, like God's plan is so much more than what we could ask or think. Jamison's uh, license plate, right? Ephesians 3.20 is saying that he is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all you can ask and think, according to the power at work in you. 
And so mm. I can do it. And there's so much more to me, to you, whoever's listening, because he is in you. Like Jesus makes the difference. Without Jesus, then I guess we can value ourselves based on our finance, based on all of that stuff. But because God exists, because mm. God created you with value and because right. he is the one that's working in you to willing to do mm. then your confidence becomes in that and then another one was psalm 23 1 the lord is my shepherd i shall not be in want so uh, again that was that comparison yep and i was comparing uh, myself with the value of other people and in turn i was envious of where they're at yeah mm. but the lord is my shepherd he will lead me and i don't want what they have because that's theirs. Yeah. I want what that's he good. has for me. Yeah. And it may not be better than theirs, but that's where he wants me to be. Mm. And ultimately, I trust God with that. Amen. And so, and then another verse, Matthew six thirty-two, God knows what I need. God knows what I need before I ask. Um, he has already, and like all I need to do, my concern is to seek first the kingdom, expand his kingdom. Yeah. And everything I need will be added unto me. So uh, what other people's salaries are, what, how much money they're earning is irrelevant. Mm. Because what I have need of, he will give to me. He is my source that's and right. I'll never be in lack because he is my provider. Mm. And that's the confidence I have. So Amen. Uh, um, Cheyenne's mom's favorite verse is, he's... Uh, he will supply all my needs in accordance to his riches and glory mm. mm-hmm. in Christ Jesus. So, again, your salary is just a number. That's right. Mm. It does not comment. doesn't to, define you. It doesn't define you. Mm. He will give you all you need. Amen. And, like, just being around Pastor Paul for, the, for, like, three weeks and him telling me stories of how he's lived, like, millions upon millions of dollars have gone through him. Right, we're not supposed to be a reservoir. We're supposed to be a river. Mm. So we're stewards of finance rather than money defining us. So when you are at that place of uh, getting value from money, you've made money your god because yeah. you're supposed to get value from God. Like God is supposed to define you, not money, and you can't serve money and God at the That's same right. time. That's right. So, yeah, that set me free in that area because, yeah, I was like really discouraged mm. because I feel like God was telling me to do this, but I want to go here mm. yeah, so mm. I can make such and such a money and then I would feel more confident based on my circumstance. But I'm confident in Him once right. again. Now, I've got a verse that backs that up entirely um, in Psalms 37, and I'm reading from the Passion Translation. It says, Don't follow after the wicked ones or be jealous of their wealth. Don't think for a moment they're better off than you. They and their short-lived success will soon shrivel up and quickly fade away, like grass clippings in the hot sun. Keep trusting in the Lord and do what is right in His eyes. Fix your heart on the promises of God and you will dwell in the land, feasting on His faithfulness. Find your delight and true pleasure in Yahweh, and he will give you what you desire the most. Yeah. And this is this verse, uh, you know, it set me free as well because 
like what you were saying, I um, I was comparing myself to someone that I met at work mm. a few years ago, and this person is younger than me, mm. and is talking about how. You know, this person is about to buy a property. Mm. They're buying these brand new cars. Yeah. You know, I'm older than them and they're talking about like, yeah, I'm about to buy my first investment property. I'm about to do that. And I'm thinking, wow, um, geez, that, that's great. And I'm, I'm feeling so insecure mm. hearing that because it's like, they sound like they're, they're ahead in life. They're more mm. successful than me. Mm. Here I am talking about God will bless me. God will, su- mm. uh, you know, cause me to succeed. But they're living that yeah. and they have no idea who Jesus is. Yeah. You know, and I started thinking that like, you know, I started getting this, this twisted mindset like, well, maybe the world has found something better that, that I'm not realizing. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, I kept on bringing it to God and that's when he had to show me. Mm. He's like, well, do you know what their destiny is? Mm. And it's like, no. It's like, well, I do. Mm-hmm. And it's like, unless they receive me, then they're going to be going to eternal damnation. Yeah. And it's like, okay. And it's like, you need to be sit, uh, seated at knowing that I have saved you from this. Yeah. What does be it confident, man? That's to right. Gain the whole world. Exactly, exactly yeah. right. And he's like, I've given you much more mm. than that. I've given you much greater treasure. I've given you eternal life. Yeah. Be confident. In that. And then he also brought me across this scripture. Like stop comparing yourself to the ways of the world, to seeing how they succeed mm. and just know that I can do all that for you in a split second. Mm. But I want you to fix your eyes on me. I want yeah. you to fix your eyes and just trust that I love you. Trust yeah. that I've, I'm going to be there for you and I've got a plan specifically right. for you. Yeah, I have a plan for them too. Yeah. But that's not what you're supposed to be living. Yeah. This is what I want you to do now. Right. Yeah. Be Mon- confident in that. Money to a fool is his destruction as well. So he doesn't like God can bless you. Mm. But if he were to bless you and you're not ready, like it's of that's no right. value to you. That's right. So yeah. Um, I think one thing that a lot of women go through is like insecurity insecurities with appearance. Um, I think you shared a bit about how we compare ourselves with girls in social media and that's why a lot of um a lot of ladies out there they like to enhance Mm -hmm. the way they look uh color their hair the certain way or even now like getting plastic surgery Mm -hmm. is so normal um yeah and that was one thing that i struggled with Mm -hmm. um a while back praise god um I remember bringing this up to the Lord and I was just pretty much telling him what, what was wrong mm. with how he created yeah. me. <laughs> and I was like, mm. why does my eyes look like this? My nose like this, my mouth like that, blah, blah, yeah. blah. And I was just telling God that everything is wrong with mm. me. And I just remember after I finally vented all this stuff out to God and I just heard a small still voice and he said, I did not make a mistake. Mm. God, I didn't make a mistake wow. making you. I knew what I was doing when you were in your mother when before you were in your mother's womb. I knew you. Mm. And I was like, oh my gosh. Mm. <laughs> oh my gosh. God knew what he was doing when he created you. Mm. He did not make a mistake with the shape of your nose or the shape of your eyes or your ethnicity or whatever. He did not make a mistake. Mm. You are supposed to be the way you are. (laughs) God created you just the way you are. And I just like, I just remember that feeling of just being set free from having to always compare myself. Cause I always used to wear makeup when me and Jamison first met, I used to pack my face without makeup, like Mm. full foundation, false lashes, everything. Mm. 
And I remember I would get so angry when my makeup was not done right. I would not get out the house. Mm. He would, he knows that because I just, I just didn't feel pretty mm. or like, you know, um, so yeah, I just remember being set free from that. And now I wear very, very minimal makeup. Mm. <laughs> I just do my eyebrows and cover a bit of my bags cause mm. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I want to look like I'm not tired all the time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so yeah, God set me, set me free from that. And we just really had to see ourselves how God sees us. Yeah. You know, sometimes it's not others that's condemning us. It's condemning mm. ourselves. It's us. That's right. We are putting this on ourselves yeah. too hard on ourselves. Yes, mm. that's correct. Mm. So if this is for you, it's for you. <laughs> <laughs> God did not make make a mistake when he created you. Mm. No, he is the creator. <laughs> we cannot tell him what to do. <laughs> um, yeah, he created you just the way you are. He knew you before you were in your mother's womb. Mm. And he pictured you. Yep. He pictured you in his mind. Amazing. <laughs> he knew exactly, exactly. He knew exactly what you were going to look like. Mm. And God said, wow. <laughs> Amazing, beautiful, handsome, gorgeous, right? Praise God. That's for you. <laughs> and um, the second thing that he revealed to me after he told me that was um, where it says, love your neighbors as you love yourself. Yeah. And God slowly revealed to me after that, that when I... I was like doing it already, like loving, loving your neighbors. I realized that I didn't love myself. Mm. So God revealed that through his word as I was like, I was doing that. He told me to focus on loving others and not getting them to love you. Mm. Because sometimes we want the, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we want the, yeah. Um, but yeah, um, but I didn't realize that. How can I love on people, but I don't love myself? Yeah. Like, I don't even feel like I'm good enough and stuff mm. like that, yeah. Um, but yeah, so God revealed that to me, like after going through all that. <sighs> yeah, you, it's not, it's really hard to love on other people if you do not love yourself. Mm. You got to accept and love yourself as you are just the way God made you. Mm. then you're able to love freely on yeah. other people and you can share freely and you can That's share right. that genuinely because it's so real in you that you, that God loves you and not love yourself in a way where I'm so like, Oh, I'm the best. Like, narcissistic. yeah, narcissistic. Mm. You love yourself because God loves you just the yeah. way you are. Um, but yeah, so that was really good. Um, yeah. To, I've learned to love myself. Mm. <laughs> I've learned to love the way I talk. Mm. Sometimes I'm kidding. <laughs> um, the way I look, the way I walk, um, all that stuff. Even though I walk like a, like a dude, but that's okay. <laughs> God loves me. <laughs> no <Yeah>. problemos. <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, it's really good. Um, God's really good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's... Yeah, he just loves you, dude. Yeah. <laughs> he did not make a mistake. He did not make a mistake. So you don't have to enhance the way you look. You could walk out you could walk out your house without having to put makeup on. You're still beautiful. Mm. It doesn't matter what other people say, you're still beautiful. If you believe that if you believe that God says that about you, then that's it. That's final. God thinks mm. I'm beautiful. He created me in his image. 
and that's it that's final i will not listen to anyone else (laughs) because god says the final words (laughs) amen yeah yeah be yourself yeah that's right be who god made you to be no one else is like you that's right (laughs) that's right why would you want to be like someone else exactly be you amen was that all everybody well we hope that encouraged you we hope that gave you a confidence boost um but yeah just be yeah trust in the lord be confident in the lord um yeah he will never leave you nor forsake you jesus is for you amen 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 and i think jamison should pray (laughs) to close us in prayer should pray. Nah. nah, nah. <laughs> Sorry. Alrighty, I'll pray. Alrighty. Thank you, Father. We thank you, Lord God, for everyone who is listening to this episode today. We thank you, Father, that you love them tremendously. We thank you, Father, that they were fearfully and wonderfully made. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. I thank you, Father, they were created in your image. And I thank you, Lord God, that Yeah, if they are dealing with any insecurities or any sense of comparison, I thank you, Father, that your love just penetrates through that. Lord God, that they can be enabled, Lord God, to sit confidently knowing that you love them and that they are to be who they are supposed to be Mm. and that they don't have to be anyone else but themselves. So we thank you, Lord. Holy Spirit, I pray that you just surround them, that you wrap your arms around them, Lord God, and remind them And show them, Lord God, how beautiful you see them to be. I thank you, Lord, that this becomes a reality, that this becomes a revelation, and becomes a day-to-day realization, Lord God, that they are beautiful, that they are confident, and that um, you have a purpose for them to be successful in. So we thank you, Lord God, that you have the final say, that you have the final word. And I thank you, Lord God, that no man, no woman can alter that, Lord God. In Jesus' name. So we thank you, Father, that you just enable supernatural confidence to come upon these people right now. In Jesus' name. Show them the way, Lord God, to be confident in you, Lord God. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you for tuning in to Harvest Now Conversations. We hope you got something out of it and want to stay connected. You can follow us on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at Harvest Now Church to make sure you don't miss out on any future content. You can also message us at contact.harvestnowchurch.com to suggest a topic to talk about or to ask us a question. Until next time, stay blessed and see you in the next podcast.